This is Haystack Help Radio on KLZ 560. Haystack Help Radio is powered by HaystackHelp.com. Finding help can be like finding a needle in a haystack. But with HaystackHelp.com, finding the needle just got easier. Now, Haystack Help Radio with Scott Watley on KLZ 560. Hi, welcome to Haystack Help Radio. I am your guest host, Dan Muir, filling in for Scott Watley. Did you catch that, Charlie? I'm the guest host filling in for Scott Wiley. I just want to make sure Charlie understood that I'm the guest host. Well, everybody has to fill in for Scott because he's always on. Well, he's always out hunting or something. (laughs) But we love Scott. It's okay. Oh, I love Scott. No, absolutely. I'm always grateful when Scott allows me to guest host for him. Yeah. Maybe he could be the guest speaker for himself and you could go to my Yeah, yeah, we could try that. I'd go for that. Absolutely. (laughs) So, and this is uh, Your Money Matters, Haystack Help Radio. With Kurt Rogers of Affordable Interest Mortgage. And once again, Kurt's website is aimortgage.net. And you can always call Kurt at 720-895-0500. Or if you want to talk to him right now, it's 303-477-5600. You can give out my email if you want. It's okay. Oh, what is it? K dot. K dot. R-O-G-E-R-S. R-O-G-E-R-S. At aimortgage.net. See, there you go. I'll answer that. Will you? Yeah, I'm older. I take emails. I don't do well with Texas. See, I'm just the opposite. Yeah. Emails sit forever for me. Yeah. And then I finally look at them and go, holy cow, I got all these emails. Text message, boom, right away. Well, Answer, see, boom. an email to me is a to-do list. It's something to do. So I, I look at it, I, I take care of it, and I get rid of it and move on. That makes sense. Kind of, kind of, that's kind of the way I handle text messages because yeah. you know, the recent one's always on top, right? That's right. So, <laughs> I don't know. And it also tells me, like, you have three new text messages. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, look at this. Oh, the guest host gets a water, too. Isn't oh, this great? Is it's so great nice. to be the See, guest host. You should do this more often. I should, because <laughs> I do need water. Thank you, Charlie. That was awesome. So anyway, so we're going to talk mortgages today. And, you know, there's a lot of questions, Kurt, going on out there, you know, because the interest rates keep going up. People wonder, do I qualify? And then one of the things I've noticed, too, is that I kind of look at things that there seems to be bankruptcies going on. Um, and then also let's get into, you know, if you're a business owner, can you get a mortgage? These are all questions. I remember back, I know I'm kind of going off rabbit trail, sorry. Don't, don't age yourself here. But I remember back, I used to sell mortgages like a thousand years ago, probably over 20 some years ago. And man, to try to get somebody a mortgage that was self-employed, it was like pulling teeth or pulling hair. Maybe that's why I don't have any hair left. But it was really, really difficult. It's still got some challenges to it, but it's it's a lot easier. And we'll get into that about... Uh, what they've changed for self-employed people um, and for people that, you know, uh, that are business owners that want to be able to buy property or even buy investment properties. There are actually loan programs out, but I need to explain how they work and how they're different than what happened in 2007, 2008. Okay. So let's start off with this, though. Okay. So we're hearing, you know, all the different rates going up, this or that. And then if you go online, you start looking for mortgages, it's like, well, why is this fixed loan different than this fixed loan? And so explain, explain all the differences that are out there when it comes to, uh, you know, when you're looking for a fixed mortgage. Sometimes you're going to see advertisement that will show a fixed rate that seems too good to be true. And maybe it's not. I'm not going to uh, accuse any, anybody that advertises that they're not advertising the truth. But they may be advertising a rate that was two weeks ago versus a rate that was two days ago. Last week, the stock market, you know, took a hit. Everybody called it a, a correction. Yeah. Okay. It, it It's nothing like what it was in 07 and 08, but it was a correction. Well, at that time, normally when the market does that, rates get better. Didn't happen this time. 
rates actually got worse, and they got worse pretty quick, pretty really? fast. And then the news got a hold of it, and they, they made it sound like it was, it was a fire sale. The rates are just going astronomical. Well, yes, they're going up, but they're still below five. So Which, Okay, when you look at just the last 40 years, right? still a pretty darn good rate, isn't it? It's a phenomenal rate. It's way below the average. The average rate is closer to the high sixes, low sevens over the last 40 years. But some of the things that control the rate that you get as a consumer, you control. The rates are going to be the rates. On average, I'll tell a consumer that rates will change two times a day. Now, that doesn't mean they go from four and a half to five. It means at four and a half, maybe you got a credit of $500. Now at four and a half, you have a cost of $250. So there's an internal change inside the rate. But that happens on average two times a day. Sometimes, like last week, it was happening four to five times a day. But one of the things that controls the rate you get is going to be your credit score, otherwise known as FICA. What that does is, depending on your score, will depend on what bracket you fall into. Now, it used to be that if you had a 700 credit score, you would get the best rate. That's not necessarily true anymore. You have to have an excess of a 740 or above to get the best rates. What and even the, at a 740, you're going to pay a fee. What is the best rate you can have credit best score? Credit, eight, I believe it's 830 or 840. That's it. Now, you go to Credit Karma, they'll tell you you got a 950. Well, that's not true. How do they come up with that? That's their own internal mechanisms. That's not FICO. And FICO is basically the three credit bureau companies, TransUnion, Experience, and Equifax. Okay, so Credit Karma, what is this, some app or something you look up and uh, what's a place new age, new age kind of the thing? The government for... says you have the right to see your credit, so okay. they rented Credit Karma. Credit Karma will give you a score, but the score is useless. But what Credit Karma does do is it tells you how your credit companies are reporting to the, to the bureau, so you get to see that if there's any mistruths. So it's a good way. Another way you can that determines your rate is loan to value. If you have a seventy five percent loan to value, the rate's going to be better than an eighty. Versus an eighty five versus a ninety versus a ninety five or a ninety seven. You can go all the way up to ninety seven percent to get a loan. But the lenders look at the less you put down as risk, the higher the risk, the more they're going to charge. This is not and, and please understand, it's not the lender that's charging this. These are Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac guidelines. Uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac control the loans, probably the majority, 80, 90% of most loans in the country. And in order for the lender that's doing the loan to be able to sell them on Wall Street, they have to be securitized. In order to do that, they have to meet Fannie and Freddie guidelines. So Fannie and Freddie says that if you're above an 80, there's an eighth or a quarter of a point hit to the cost of the loan. So the rate starts increasing, not in rate, but in cost, but the rate will start to increase depending on the loan to value. I know that sounds a little confusing with the, the glare in your eyes. Well, you see, you lost me on Freddie and Fanny. Say again? Well, why would they name them that? That, I can't answer. I just, <laughs> Nobody's ever asked me that question. That was really okay, good. Okay, that's for next time. i got to so write that look down. that up. Why, why are Freddy they called and Freddie and Fanny? That's <laughs> that just was strange. Really, i got to like, find out why they named them Who are these people? But, but Probably somebody's grandpa and grandma. They're basically the government telling you th th they're trying to give you a default that loans work from. So there's not as much risk. To be honest, it's actually a good thing um, that you meet these guidelines so that you don't take advantage of customers like what happened in 07 and 08. Right. That was crazy. Yeah. And a lot of that was caused by a lot of people. Um, some of us 
some people will say it was the mortgage broker, but we can't do loans. The bank had to invent the loan. The government had to approve the loan. So if you ever see the movie Big Short, you'll get a real good idea. I still got. I still got to watch that movie. But I remember even even when I was, I think I was just. Was I no? I was. I was. Um, this is back when I was on something else. But, but I, I remember that people would come in and they would say they got their mortgage and they had no documents. They didn't have to prove anything. They just got a mortgage. I remember being approved for a mortgage, and I looked at them and I said, "That payment is more than I make. How can I be approved for this?" And they just said, "Well, just go and get another part-time job, and you can have this mortgage." And I'm sitting there going, "No way!" I ran from that thing as fast as I could. There was there was no way I could service that. And I, and I even told Carla before, I said, there's no way we're going to get approved for this. And then we were. And I go, this is insane. Yes. There, were, there was a lot of things going on that, that didn't make sense. There were a lot of things that hurt a lot of people. Um, I, I, I worked through those periods of time. Some of the loans, they, they had a loan called a pay option arm where they figured your payment at 1% so you could qualify. But they took the negative like a reverse and they put it on top of the loan. And then in five years, they told you it was all going to change to the current rate. So you would go from 1% maybe to 6 Well, if you did that to someone that was on Social Security, all of a sudden they lost their home. Yeah. So the, there was no scrutiny or uh, regulations to protect the consumer. So that was part of it. There was so much of that going on in that type. Breathe on a mirror, you could get a loan. A janitor, okay, you make 80000 you can buy a house. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I half a million it. dollar house. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was pretty bad. But some of the things you can do now to understand how to get the best rate, one of the other things is loan amount. Uh, and I'm sure many people have heard about, you know, conforming loan amount and then jumbo. There's actually several different types. Uh, the rate, and the funny thing about this because of regulations, the rate is actually going to be higher on a $100,000 loan or less than it will be on a $101,000 loan or more. Now, that sounds funny. That does. So my next question, obviously, is why? Okay. Regulations have come in, it's called TRID, that determine what a mortgage broker can make on the loan. Okay. Well, that cannot exceed a certain percentage. Well, in $100,000, let's say that percentage is 3%. Most, most might make one or two. But if that, that limits 3%, when you add all the other fees, you're over the 3%. So you can't do the loan. So what the lender has to do is charge you a higher rate so that they can pay those fees. Oh, that makes sense. So that's how they compensate for it because you have to get paid X amount of dollars when you do a loan, and at 100000 it exceeds the federal guidelines for what the percentage can be. That's why the rate's actually higher on a lower dollar loan, and it's not 110 It's 100 or less. You'll start to see hits to the loan to do that. At 453 that's a conforming limit. What that means is 80% of the loans done in the country are for that figure or less. So that's conforming. That's where you're going to get a better rate than for 460. Now, they have a new loan program out called the high balance loan. Most of those lenders are at around 525. I have one that goes to as high as 689 as a high balance. Now, as the loan amount goes up, there's a higher risk for the lender to lose money. If you have 453, and let's say somebody borrows $350,000, you could have two of those versus one high balance. So oh, yeah. the risk on the high balance is one foreclosure there is like having two foreclosures. So the cost, average foreclosure costs $75,000. Now you're spending one hundred and fifty dollars in one home on two, if you look at the numbers. So the risk is higher, so the rates go up. 
when you go above the high balance limit, you get into jumble. And jumble's another thing that can change what your rate's going to be and what the programs are going to be. So these are some of the things that why you may see something, you'll see a different rate. Another one, loan program. What is it? Are we doing a FHA? Are we doing a VA? Are we doing a conventional? Are we doing a USDA? And I'll explain those later, but an FHA will have better rates, but it always has mortgage insurance. A VA will have the best rates with no mortgage insurance, and they go to 100%. So the loan to value goes out the window. The loan amount pretty much goes out the window, and you get the best rate if you're a veteran. If you're a veteran. If you're a veteran. So the loan program you choose, whether you want to choose an ARM or you want a fixed, in today's market, ARM rates are not that much less than a 30-year fix, so there's no reason to do an ARM. Yeah, they used to be substantially different. They used to be at least a half to, to three-quarters of a point different. Now they're an eighth. It's not much. You can do a five or seven year arm, and it's only an eighth of a point less than a than a fix. So, so why would you do an arm? I guess oh, the only way I could, the only reasoning behind maybe doing an arm is you know you're only going to be in the house for four years. It still doesn't save you anything. Well, okay. It's an eighth. It just doesn't. If you if you like it, just pay a little bit. Pay what the payment would have been on that. You got the same thing. Oh, there you go. It's not going to change. It's just not worth it. The, the cost to go through an arm right now. Now, will that change in the next couple of years? More than likely. Uh, the, the other thing is the type of property. If you buy a condo, your rate's going to be higher. Why? Because the risk is higher. If you buy an investment property, your rate's going to be different. There's going to be more cost to it. Why? Because the risk is higher to the lender. You can control some of these things. Some of them you can't. But that's why you may see a variance in rates when you're looking. What are they trying to sell you? Are they selling you a 70% loan to value and that you must have a 740 score? And you might have a 700, and you're going out to shop, and you're saying, well, I want the same rate. Well, it doesn't work because of Fannie and Freddie. It's not that somebody's trying to make more money on you. Because whether you pay 4% or 4.5%, I get paid the same on your loan. I, I don't, get, I don't so, make more money on what your rate is. Okay, that, that's I'm really locked in. All mortgage brokers are locked in anymore. And that's really good to know because yeah. a lot of people will think, wow. I can't, it used to be back when we were talking 07, I could control the income. You can't do that anymore. You have to set it with the lenders, and that's where you have to stay. No matter what the rate is, that's what you get paid. Can't make more, can't make less. So it's pretty simple. Got it. Okay, that makes, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, we better do this. We better go to break. You're listening to Your Money Matters with Kurt Rogers from Affordable Interest Mortgage. If you want to find Kurt, you can go to aimortgage.net. Or you can call him at 720-895-0500. I'm Dan Muir, in for Scott Wally, and we'll be right back. Take AIM. Affordable Interest Mortgage has been offering the Asset Manager all-in-one loan for over 11 years. We are experienced in helping homeowners pay thousands less in interest on their mortgage, own their home faster, all without spending one dime more. 720-895-0500. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we have hundreds of clients that have been using this loans to build their equity faster, access emergency funds when necessary, and pay off their home in 8 to 13 years versus 25 to 30. People initially believe this loan is too good to be true, but it is true. Call 720-895-0500 now to see if you qualify. Loans from 100000 to $2.5 million, same rate. Ask our previous clients. They will tell you it works. Call 720-895-0500 and work with the experts. This loan has been around since 1965. Affordable interest mortgage, where it's all about you. 720-895-0500. 
Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298-191, equal credit lender. What could you do with an extra $500, $1,000, or even $1,500 per month? How would that change things for you? Would you buy a new car, pay off bills, or just feel a bit more secure about your retirement? What if I told you there's a way to make your dreams a reality? I'm talking about trading and investing in the market. Now, before you say, oh, that's not for me, just hear me out. I want to invite you to a half-day trading course so you can check this out. I promise you, you'll go away smarter than when you came in. We here at Online Trading Academy sponsor this, and we'll even send you home with a free home study video guide. Your money's doing nothing for you in a CD or mutual fund. Learn how to profit when the market's up or down. Call us now while seats are still available at 303-325-2776. Use offer code RADIO50. 303-325-2776. That's 303-325-2776. Hi, this is Scott Watley. Let me tell you what I love about Stack Optical. They are truly one of the last optician-owned, family-owned optical stores. At Stack Optical, you can be confident you'll receive personal attention. For over 50 years, Alan Stack has shown he really cares about making his customers happy. Stack Optical also has a beautiful new location at 2233 South Monaco Parkway in Denver. Free and easy, up-close parking. Stack Optical has an on-site eyeglass production lab. Whether you need office eyewear or a new set of shooting or golf glasses, Stack Optical has the solution with the Stack Sport Pack. Give them a call today and ask for their $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Your eyes and vision are one of the most important things in life. I'm confident at Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. That's 303-321-1578, stackoptical.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Okay, welcome back to Haystack Help Radio. Dan Muir in for the vacation Scott Wadley, and you're listening to Your Money Matters with Kurt Rogers of Affordable Interest Mortgage. And again, you can find Kurt at AIMortgage.net, or you can always call him at 720-895-895. Zero five zero zero. Okay, so we went over the reason why a lot of fixed loans look different, rates look different, all the reasons what that is. Okay, so let's let's go into this for a little bit. What would cause me not to get approved for a loan? <laughs> well, can you reverse what I just talked about? FICO score. If your credit score is too low, they're not going to approve you. And there's ways, again, like we talked about, how do I find out what's on my credit? How do I start working on it to improve it? You and I have talked about that. Yes. We've looked at it. How do I make it better? But before you go out to see if you can get qualified, you need to know what your score is. And then you can, you, if you want, you can call me. I say, okay, well, that'll get you this or it won't get you approved. But your credit score is going to be okay. one of them. Just because I, I got to know, what is, what, is, what is the lowest credit score you can have basically within normal, basically, to still get a loan? Advertise me will tell you they will get you approved down to a 500. The chances of that are slim. To none. I'm not saying it's not there, but Slim's out of town, so your chances are pretty low. <laughs> but most of the time, 600 and up, you can get approved. Once you get below 600, it becomes the opportunity becomes very, very small. Let me ask you this. Can you <laughs> buy your way in? So in other words, if you have, let's say you're just a guy who has a lot of money but a low credit score. Can you buy your way into a mortgage? No. Really? No. I'll be darned. 
So they won't even loan, let's say you wanted 50%. Let's say you had 50% down, they're not going to give you a mortgage. I'll give you an example you won't believe, but this is the regulations. I have a woman with $5 million in the bank. She's retired. Yeah. She's putting 40% down. The amount of money she's pulling out of her retirement plan isn't enough to justify the property she wants to buy. <laughs> she's an 800 credit score, 40% down. She has to put more money down or start taking more out of her retirement to qualify. Here's the, here's, let me, here's the flip side. I have a guy with a 600 credit score. He's got $500 in the bank. He's being gifted 3.5% from a family member. He's bringing no money to the table. They'll take his debt-to-income ratio to 55%, and he's qualified to buy a house. That all seems upside down and backwards to me. I don't write the guidelines. I'm just <laughs> saying that's how they are. Holy cow. So, so you That really, answers your question about buying. It does, because that tells me that you really don't know until you come talk to you. You have to understand there's certain parameters that you have to look at. Her financial planner is furious. He As said, wait he a should minute. be. I'm furious. How do you do that with somebody? She spent her entire life to get to this point to have this money. Yeah. And now it means nothing to the bank. Unbelievable. And that's how self-employed people. Another way is your debt-to-income ratio is too high. There are some loans that will only go to 40, some that will go to 43, some will go to 50, some will go to 55. I actually okay, have explain, some that VA will actually go, I've seen it in excess of 60% on okay, a VA loan. Explain what you mean by debt-to-income ratio. What your gross income is divided by your debt that's no, accountable. Like all credit cards, debt? installment, anything okay. on the credit bureau, child support, stuff like that. Because okay. child support's normally not on there unless you don't pay it. <laughs> Got then, it. then it's on there. So always pay your child support. Right. And the kids um, need it. Not sufficient provable income. You can maybe make bonuses, but if you haven't been receiving that bonus or close to that percentage of bonus for the last two years, they won't count it. Commissions. If you own more than 25% of the company, now all of a sudden they need to see company information. If you own less than that, have you been receiving that commission of, let's say, 20% of your gross for two years? If not, they won't count it. It's income, but they got to see a history of two years. Undisclosed debt, and here's a good one. Sit down with a customer the other day and ask them. I said, go through the debt. Do you pay child support? The answer was no. Now, I assumed he didn't have child support. You mean he's just he had not, child support. He just, just wasn't paying it, so he answered the question correctly. He did. Do you pay child support? Nope. So, oh, my gosh. So undisclosed. He didn't yep. disclose it, but I didn't ask the question correctly. Gotcha. Those kind of things come into gotcha. play. Okay. Recent drugs on your credit. If you have a recent bankruptcy, if you've started bankruptcy procedures, Chapter 7, Chapter 13, you can actually refinance and, or buy a house with a Chapter 13 in process. Seriously? Seriously, you can. As long as you've been paying on it for a year. It's a debt. Oh, I got it. Okay, yeah. You can be the, in the 13, 13. You're paying, you're Chapter paying. 7, no, you got to wait a minimum of two years. Minimum of two years. Uh, How close do they gauge that? Two I mean, years. Exactly. You can't even start the application can't even until start. two years is Okay. Up. Not sufficient length on a job. Again, not asking the right question. Talking to a young man the other day, he said, where do you work? I said, I work here. What do you do? I'm a chemist. Great. How long have you been doing it? Three months here. Okay, where did you work before? I worked over here. What'd you do? I was a chemist. How long were you there? Four years. Great. So I think I'm fine, right? As I asked for W-2s, I find out the difference between this current job to his old job was a nine-year gap. He did. So he was I unemployed for where nine he worked, years? Yeah, he was unemployed for nine years. He had a family situation. He had to take care of that. Oh. 
So it's justifiable, but I didn't ask. The bank can't loan him money. He has no record of, of having it. What's to stop him from not working again? Then the bank has the risk. So length of employment. You have to have a two-year employment. Can you have job gaps? Yes. Can they be explainable? Yes. You could be off work for three months, take care of your parents. Not a problem. They'll let you do that. You could be off work for two years, go back to college. That works as long as the college agrees with what you're doing. Oh. What's, what did you study? Does it relate to what you're doing now? So job, job gaps are okay as long as there's a good explanation. But they got to be able to prove you have the ability to pay them back. That's just one of the issues on how. And then the worst one or the last one, you're committing fraud. You're giving us documentation that's not real. You're not going to get approved because they will find out. Well, that's almost like the guy that says he doesn't pay child support. Yeah. He wasn't committing fraud. He didn't lie. No, he told he me the truth. He just doesn't pay him. I owe it. I just don't pay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but this is somewhat misleading because he does owe it. And eventually somebody's going to come after it. Yeah. You don't, I don't think you dodged that bullet for very long. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, okay, so th those are the things that will happen or that may keep you from getting a loan. Um, so what are, okay, so let's say I got my loan. Okay, so what are some of the fees in a loan? There are standard fees that are in a loan whether you see them or not, and in most cases they're third-party fees. The first one's an administrative or underwriting fee. The lender's going to charge a fee to underwrite the loan to their underwriter. There's an appraisal fee. Now, sometimes that appraisal fee is going to be waived because the lender knows if you've got a house that is fi worth 500000 and you're borrowing two, they're not going to spend the money for the appraisal in most cases. Got they're it. going to just waive the appraisal. That makes sense. They're going to have somebody drive by and take a look at it, make, make sure, sure there's there. a house there, yeah. but other than that, there's a thing called PIW, which is basically a drive-by. It just wants to make sure it's there. They charge you $75 to put a guy in the car to run by and look at the house and drive away. So appraisal fee, credit report fee. Uh, credit report fee is, is for the company to run your credit to make sure that they have all the information correct. Flood cert. Colorado requires that, especially over the last couple of years, that there's a certification to see if you're in a flood zone. I had one customer that owned three acres, and a 10-by-10-foot 10 10 section in the southeast corner was in a flood zone. So he had to pay flood insurance of $56 a month. Oh, okay. So they just want to make sure. Title fees. Title fees normally going to include closing fee and title insurance. On a refinance, it's called lender insurance. Because you're insuring you. On a purchase, there's an owner's policy and a lender's policy. The owner's policy is always paid by the seller. The lender's policy is paid by you, but only 40% of it. The other 60% is already paid by the, the, the seller. There's a recording fee, a fee to record all the documents to the county. And there's a transfer tax that transfers the tax liability to you. That's a fee of about $15, maybe up to 40 um, and that's only on purchases. So I, I got to ask you this. Are those, is, that a, is that all the fees? No, there's actually a few more. There's okay. potential fees of a survey. Okay. If the lender requires a survey, depending on where the property is. Tax service. Subordination fee in case you have a loan in place and you want to keep the second and just redo the first. And if you're buying a condo or a townhome, they want to do an HOA certification to make sure there's not too many of the properties that are rented or vacant or that the HOA company has got so many people that are late. If you're in an HOA... And there's a, a percentage of those that people in that HOA that aren't paying their fees, you can't refinance your house. Not your fault, but the lenders won't do it. Or if you do do it, the rate's going to go way up. Because they feel that the HOA is going to go to default? That's right, or? and then the, part, the, the complex will lose value, value, and they're losing money. 
It's a risk that over history has proven to be true. Optional fees, and there's basically two. Origination, which is what a lender may charge, may not. It's optional. doesn't have to be there. We never charge that. I can't say never. In rare cases, well, we do that. Um, on any Fannie or Freddie, we don't. And then discount points. And discount points is what you're paying to buy the rate now. Okay. Now ask me a question. So that's a self-imposed fee. Yeah. Okay. So every once in a while, I could have swore I've heard this. On the radio, other ads, no fee loans. Yes. How do they do that with all this going on? They raise the rate to pay for that. And let's talk about rates. Okay. Let's say 5%. Hypothetically, that's a par rate. That means that's the rate that everybody gets paid. There's no credits. There's no charge to get to that rate. A credit is called a yield spread credit that goes back to the consumer. A discount point is what a consumer pays to buy the rate to that rate. So a 5% par, they may charge you 5 and an eighth or 5 and a quarter, and they may get a half a point or one point in yield spread credit. So if the loan's $300,000, they're going to take that credit at 5 and a quarter of $3,000 and use it to pay your fee. So you're not paying them. They must disclose them to you, but they'll show you a credit to where you're not paying for them. You are, but you're paying for them in the rate not out of your pocket. Inter interesting. So okay. you can actually have those. Now, the law says that fees, closing costs, are basically origination. Okay. If you're not charging an origination, there's no closing cost. Well, that's the law. That's not how people see it. If I'm borrowing 300000 anything above, that's a closing cost. Escrows, they'll sometimes think they're closing costs. Well, they don't go to the broker or to the lender. They go to other people to pay for the services to do the loan. So that's when you hear that. Talking about discount points, let's say at 5% you're par. Now all of a sudden you would like to get a better rate. You want to go down to 475. It may cost you a point, which is $3,000. You may say, okay, I'm willing to pay the 3000 because it saves me $75 a month. You divide the 75 into the 3,000 to see how many months that is. Yeah. Am I going to be in the house longer than that? Yes, then it's worth it. If, if not, not, stay at the 5, keep the 3,000. Makes total sense. But the, the discount point is a tax deduction because you're buying interest rate. Interest rate is a tax deductible item on your tax return. So at 5%, you're paying interest to the bank. Right. You can use that for your tax deduction. Yep. Depending on your tax bracket. Well, a discount point now becomes tax deductible. It gets to be thrown into that mix. So I, maybe... So does that get amortized or is that a one-time It's shot? a one-time fee up front. Okay, so I'm it. talking about the, the tax deduction though. Is that... Does that... You it's get every to year. Just that, oh. It's every year. No, I meant for the... Buying down the points. You oh, that's a one-time. One-time, okay. The, when you purchase the home or when you're, you, whenever you're financing it, that discount point gets a tax deduction for that for year. That, for that one year. Okay. So, already, uh, well, we better take a break here real quick, Kurt. And uh, you're listening to Your Money Matters, Haystack Help Radio. I'm Dan Muir, in for Scott Watley. And if you want to get a hold of Kurt after the show, it's 720-895-0500. Or you can find him at aimortgage.net. And we'll be right back. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse... Watch it! Watch out! During the moments of a serious accident, you aren't thinking about who is at fault. Oh no. What if I never see my family again? <laughs> 
You're not thinking about hospital bills or insurance claims. What if I never hear my wife say I love you again? Quick, quick, open your Christmas gift. And you're not thinking about police reports or who your lawyer should be. I never thought this would happen to me. In the split second while you're in a car accident, you were only thinking about the most important things in life. Is everyone okay? After you've been in an accident, call the law offices of Flesh and Beck at 303-806-8886. They'll help to determine who is at fault, what to tell the insurance company, and who will help pay your hospital bills so you can get back to thinking about the important things. Merry Christmas to all. I love you all so much. That's the law offices of Flesh and Beck, 303-806-8886. Let me tell you about one of my favorite stores, The Outdoorsman's Attic, a consignment store for all of your adventure outdoor gear. Hunting, fishing, camping, kayaks, live bait, survival gear, backpacks, sleeping bags, firearms, and ammo. Save 20, 30, 40, and even 50% on new and pre-owned items at The Outdoorsman's Attic. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and save up to 20% on your purchase. This offer excludes firearms and ammo. Never pay retail again. Big savings and friendly service is what you'll find at the Outdoorsman's Attic. Located at 2650 West Hampton Avenue in Sheridan. 303-781-3626. That's 303-781-3626. Check them out, outdoorsmansattic.com. Why are seniors obtaining a reverse mortgage? No mortgage payments, of course. Hello, this is Steve Hurley with Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. You can live in your home for as long as you wish. It is your home. It's your money. So call me, Steve Hurley, at AIM, 720-895-0500. Let's discuss your options. No pressure, just education via information. NMLS number 243-200, regulated by DORA, an equal opportunity lender. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Listen, I've trusted my pets to Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center for over 11 years, and you can too. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Whether your furry friend needs a checkup, advanced medical care surgery, boarding, grooming, obedience training, food, care products, or hey, just toys, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has you covered. Open seven days a week for your convenience, and they're located at 8681 East Lincoln Avenue in Lone Tree. Learn more at LoneTreeVet.com or give them a call, 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. Tell them Scott sent you. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, today at 3. Now back to Haystack Help Radio. Alrighty, welcome back to Haystack Help Radio. I'm Dan Muir, in for Scott Watley. If you don't know me, I am the co-host of Rush to Reason. You can catch me, John Rush, Cashy George, and Charlie Grimes every weekday afternoon right here at 3 o'clock on KLZ 560. Right now we're talking mortgages with Kurt Rogers from Affordable Interest Mortgage. And you can always find Kurt at AIMortgage.net or you can call him 720-895-0500. Okay, so when we started the show a half an hour ago or so, we I mentioned something about, you know, it's, it was historically really, really difficult for self-employed people to get a mortgage. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kurt, you've opened my eyes to saying it doesn't necessarily have to be that difficult. No. It's not, not saying it's easy, no. but it doesn't have to be that difficult. No. They're changing the way they look at it. I believe uh, John has talked about that the, the percentage of people 
that are self-employed now is going to increase drastically in the next five years. They're saying about 40% by 2025 will be contract workers. Yeah. So with the regulations that they currently have out now, it becomes difficult because the federal law allows you to write off certain things so you pay less taxes. I don't think that's the reason they designed that. But that's the way the law reads. I can write this off and I'm only taxed on this figure here. Well, that figure there doesn't qualify you to buy a home. And there's many people self-employed that have been self-employed for a while that live in a nice house, that have nice cars, that enjoy themselves. But their tax return shows they make $50,000 a year. Right. Uh, it doesn't work. The reality is that they're making more money that's non-taxable. They're not beating the system. We're living within the system. Live within the system. Why it's set up. Why it's designed. So yep. we're going to go back to this famous Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Those two. Fanny and Fanny. They sound like boxed candy. I mean, it just looks like I want to go in and buy I never boxed chocolates. Yeah, Fanny and Freddie. Yeah, I know. But, so you have to look that up for next time. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> they realize that they, they have to create a, a acceptable product that can be securitized and sold. Okay? okay? You talked about that earlier. So they're, they're currently working about, they're talking about how do we take self-employed people and actually count income that we are currently not counting. So that's being in the mix. But one of the things that's happened over the last couple months, the federal government got out of buying mortgage-backed securities. Okay. Okay. The feds also raised the prime interest rate. Well, prime is deals strictly with short-term loans, doesn't deal with long-term. But what is causing rates to move now is they got out of that. So the government's not spending the money to buy the securities. So to replace that, there's private investors, large companies coming in that will buy these mortgage-backed securities. But they don't like the margin. They don't like the profitability in the product. So they're raising those rates up. That's why you're starting to see rates going up. But the advantage to them doing that is they're now because they're buying them, Fannie and Freddie's not controlling what the debt-to-income ratio is, what the qualifying is. So they're now saying, okay, we're going to create different loans. The downside to that is you, you, people will remember what happened in 07 and 08, oh, yeah. stated income and yep. things. But these, these lenders that are doing it, the government's not allowing them to go too far. For example, back in 07 and 08, they, they could put you in a five-year loan or a three-year loan and have a five-year prepay that was 10% of what the loan amount was. So when the rate went up, you either had to pay two years of the rate or you had to pay this large prepay. But you can't do that anymore. Pretty much prepays are gone. Okay. Um, you have to be able to actually prove the money. You can't state it. And the way they're doing it now is they have what's called bank statement loans. You can either do 12 months or 24 months, depending on what you want. They'll go up to 90% loan to value. But what they look at is either your business tax return or bank statement, bank statement. or your personal if okay, they, so when they're looking at the bank statement, what are they looking for? They're looking for deposits. Two things. They're looking for how much money every month are you putting in the account. Number two, are there any overdrafts? Are you bouncing any checks? Okay. So let's take a business account to where you're depositing. One month you deposit 8000 The next month you deposit 15 The month after that you deposit four. They don't really care the dollar amount because as a business you might have a whole lot of expenses that month. Then the next month at all all these people that owe you, your accounts receivable gets filled in. Okay? Makes total sense to me. So they look at what it was in the year. So let's say you made a 
um, $150,000. Now, all of a sudden, you're making $12,500 a month. Okay. That's what they look at income. Okay. Now, on a business account, they're going to take 75% of the gross. On a personal account, they take 100 So if your personal account is showing that you're making 120000 a year, that's $10,000 a month, they'll qualify you on the $10,000 a month. So now all of a sudden you can start to qualify for a loan, a 30-year fixed and not these arms and all the stuff that you had to go to. If you want to, they have those programs out also. There's one other program that has just come out, and this is because mortgage-backed securities are now being privatized. There's people that are investing in them, and they're accepting the full responsibility. That's all part okay, of what's so the government's on. not the on the hook. Can't get in the middle of this. Okay. So that's why they're being a little bit more cautious. As they that, should be. As they should be. There's actually, and if you think, when I tell you this, you're going to go, that, that's nuts. But it is for the right person. And they make sure they do it for the right person. No income, no job. No income, no job. You can do a loan. You can buy investment property. Okay, how? Okay. So, because you have to, first I of all, you have to define. Same look from everybody yeah, I tell you. Because you have to define what you mean by no income and define what you mean by I'm no job. I'm not working. I'm retired. I have no income. I have no job that I can prove. Okay. But I got $5 million in the bank. Okay. I eat that lady. As an example, she was taking income. Okay. But let's say you're a business owner and I don't have enough income to justify it, but I got millions of dollars in the bank. I got a million dollars. I got a half a million dollars. They will take that money. They will take 90% of it and say, okay, this is our number. So let's take a $500,000 in the bank. 90% of it's 450000 They will calculate your loan, your payment on what you want to buy. For example, an investment property. All your other debt, they'll multiply that times 60 months. And if that equals less than 450000 they will approve you. Really? So then do they tie up that 450000 Do not tie up the money. Really? So then they've got to be looking at other things to make sure you're a responsible person that they can actually That's do exactly this. exactly right. They're going to look further. But if you think about it, it's for the right person, and they control that, their risk factor is going to go way down. You're a guy that's running a business. You want to buy some investment. Let's say you, have, you own 15 investment properties, and you got a half a million in there. But because you've just working on investments, you might not qualify on your tax return. But now you may qualify yeah, because, because of this. According to them, you have no income. That's right. But actually, according you've to got the way great, Fannie and Freddie look at right. it. But now we don't have. But them. actually, you've got great cash flow. That's correct. That's what they look at. So they they're not just going to do it to do it. They're doing it for the right person to go forward with. So it's pretty exciting that while rates are moving up, the opportunity for more people to be able to get into it. The but we're not going to see the push that the government gave back in 06 and 07 about everybody has the right to own a home. Everybody has the right. But it's, it's, it's not a right. It's a privilege like driving. Yeah, at least you've got to know how to drive the car. You've got to have insurance. You've got you you to be able to prove license. you have the ability to pay yeah. back. And that's, what, that's actually a law now. It's called the ATR, ability to repay. If you can't prove you have the ability to repay, you can't get a loan. Which, you know, I'm not a big law guy, but I think that's a pretty good one. I think it's because what happened? We all paid for it. How much no, money we, we all lose in, this, oh. in, in our investments? Well, now just in everything. Yeah, everything. Everything. It's People brutal. are losing stuff left and right. But there are, those things are going to start to come out in a smaller version, but are much more protected. So you, the government's not going to be responsible anymore.
That's good. I like that. It really is good. Yeah, I, I like the whole sound of it. Okay, real good. Okay, uh, you're listening to Your Money Matters with Kurt Rogers. As you can tell, Kurt is very, very knowledgeable. And uh, it would, you know, I remember, Kurt, I have some friends of mine. I referred them to you, and uh, they went through and got the asset manager loan, and now they've got rental properties uh, that they didn't ever thought they could get without that. And I'm telling you, Kurt is the guy you want to call, Kurt, 720-895-0500, AIMortgage.net. You're listening to Haystack Help Radio, Your Money Matters. I'm Dan Mueller. We'll be right back. Insurance companies across Colorado respond to the events of the previous year by adjusting their coverage plans. You should, too. Call Paul Lenigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts now for a year-end review of your home and auto insurance. A lot happened in 2018. You may have had the right home and auto coverage last year, but insurance companies constantly update their plans and raise your premiums. Call GIA now for that year-end review because your current plan may no longer fit your needs. GIA gives Haystack Help Radio listeners that competitive edge in a constantly changing market. The GIA team will compare plans from many different insurance companies searching for the right coverage at the best price for you. It doesn't cost you anything to sit down with group insurance analysts and make sure you're still getting the best value on your home and auto coverage. Call now for a year-end review with GIA, 303-423-0162. Got a road trip planned for the holidays or getting ready for your next outdoor adventure? Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at D&D Tire Service. At D&D Tire Service in Parker and Aurora, they understand automotive issues can be a headache and they never come at a convenient time. D&D Tire Service is family-owned and operated and is truly your one-stop shop for all of your automotive needs. All tires are reduced, and for a limited time, there are some great rebates saving you up to $200. From belts to tires, wiper blades, oil changes, D&D Tire Service has you covered. For the location nearest you, call 303-699-7337. That's 303-699-7337. D&D Tire Service is the official auto repair shop of Sportsman of Colorado Radio. Let D&D Tire Service keep you and your family safe on the roads. DndTireService.com. Hi, this is Kevin Trisna, owner of M4 Roofing and Gutters. We work with your insurance company and you can rest assured that your roofing project will be finished on time and on budget. We understand the difficulties and stress that damage to your home's roof can bring. Let the highly trained staff at M4 Roofing and Gutters come out and give you a free inspection and estimate for your roofing project. Call today, 303-797-8600. That's 303-797-8600. Or visit us online at m4roofing.com. M4 Roofing and Gutters is an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau and haystackhelp.com. Tired of walking into your local gun store and seeing the same old thing? Hey, let me tell you about Rampart Firearms. You'll find a great selection of guns, ammo, tactical, and personal defense weapons. Rampart Firearms is also a great stop for all of your hunting and shooting needs. Shotgun, rifle, or pistol, from predator hunting to your next big game trip, Rampart Firearms is located in Douglas County at the foot of the Rockies just a quarter mile up Highway 67 off of Santa Fe in Sedalia. They're open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, and hey, 
You'll only pay 4% tax on your purchase. Rampart Firearms, 720-468-0050. That's 720-468-0050. Or visit them at rampartfirearms.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome back to Haystack Help Radio. Damn, you are in for the out hunting. Scott Wiley. Once again, we'd like to wish a happy anniversary. 15. Yeah, happy anniversary. 15. To, to Victoria Wiley. Yes. <laughs> the boss. Not to Scott. The bum. He's out hunting. He's out hunting. No, we love Scott. No, happy anniversary, guys. We, we love you both. And, okay, let's talk about the, um, you've been advertising this a lot on, on our afternoon show and uh, on, on Laura again, all over the station. This is the Asset Manager Loan. Talk, tell us about that. What is that, Kurt? The Asset Manager Loan was created in 1965. It is not new. It's new to most people because they've never heard about it because it contradicts the way we've been taught a mortgage is supposed to work. The Asset Manager, we're the only country in the world that's 30-year fixed compound interest. And when I talk to people about compound interest, they don't seem to understand what that is. No, but it just amazes me we're the only country that does this. And we all think it's the most common thing since sliced bread. It's not a bad loan, but you got to look at what you're paying for. Compound interest. For example, you have a $400,000 loan. And let's say that payment's $1,800 a month. Of that payment, three hundred and fifty dollars is principal. Okay. fourteen fifty dollars is interest. My gosh. So they subtract three fifty dollars from the four hundred. dollars so the next month, they re-amortize the loan for 29 years and 11 months at your interest rate on that balance. So all of a sudden, your principal portion goes from 350 to 352. <laughs> your interest portion goes from 1450 to 1448. That's why the majority of your interest is paid for in the first five to six years. Compound interest. If you look at when you borrow 400000 the average person at 4% will pay back 71% of that 400000 over a 30-year period of time, which is close to $300,000 in interest. Holy cow. Holy Compound cow. interest. What this loan does... Now, if I was a bank, I'd be writing that all day long. All day long. Why would they not like it? No, they love I'm, it. I'm not against the bank making money, but understand what you're in. Yeah. Okay? Well, back in 1965, a bank found another way. What they did was they took a checking account and attached it to the mortgage. Okay. So instead of paying principal last, with this little change, every time you put money in your checking account, it pays principal first. So Love if you that. deposit five or eight thousand dollars, let's say you have a four hundred thousand dollar loan, and you deposit let's say eight thousand, your payoff goes down to three hundred ninety-two thousand dollars. That's what your payments calculated and that's what on, they calculate not four hundred. So now all of a sudden you're paying principal, which reduces your interest. My average customer is paying anywhere between three to three and a quarter in an interest rate. Okay. Owning their home in 14.5 to 16.2 compared without changing. Here's the best part. You don't have to change the way you spend your money. Pay your bills the same way. Put it in your check account, pay your bills. But while that money sits there, every day when you put in the 8000 that night, it sweeps it over to your principal. It's technically paying you the same rate as you're paying on the mortgage. So let's say the rate on this loan is 5%. Okay. When you put in $8,000, they are going to pay you 5% on it. And they're going to do that because they're going to lower your payment. 5% of what it's supposed to be. So you're actually receiving that by having a lower payment and saving that money. 
It's like that old story was, give me a penny, double it every day for 30 days, how much do I got? I got over $3 million. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I love about this is it's actually putting your money to work for you all the time. Yeah. we I call that your lazy money. Yeah. Your lazy money is now not lazy anymore. Yeah. Every day it sits in that account. It's basically paying you money. Now, if my rate, and a lot of people get hung up on, if I get the lowest rate, I'm, I'm going to do the best. To a degree, that's correct. But in this loan, even though the rate's higher, if you go out and do a 30-year fix, maybe it's 4.5. In this loan, maybe it's 5, 5.5. But because I'm going to basically get paid 5.5, my net interest rate is 3. And what that means is that's the profit I'm paying the bank. If I control the profit I pay the bank by not paying it to them, I'm not just lowering my payment. I'm lowering my interest rate. The average person, again, let's take that $300,000 in profit. They're okay. going to pay about ninety-five to $115,000 in profit, which equals the 3%, versus the 4.5% paying $300,000. Because it's front-end loaded, because it's compound interest. So you're paying all that money up front. It's just a simple process. They just attach the two. The best part about the asset manager, besides the fact you own your home faster without changing one penny of your spending habits, you have access to your equity for 30 years. Now As you pay that. it down, okay. you don't need to come to me to do a home improvement. You don't need to come to me to go buy an investment property. You got it in your house. You don't so come to me if work? you need to replace your furnace or replace a, a leaked pipe like I just had to in my basement for $7,000. <laughs> oh, no. 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 <laughs> I just took it out of my mortgage. Okay, just we got a couple of minutes. So how does that work? How, how, do, you, how do you then it's borrow? It's a line of credit on your house for okay. 30 years. Wow. So as you Huge. pay it down, and here's where I have lots of people, and I have a short period of time, but I have lots of people that will take that and go out and buy investment properties. They may take 40000 out to put it for a down payment, take the investment money, turn around and put it back in. A year later, they're still $40,000 richer, so they do it again. See, and all they did was the add a year to maybe a year and a half to their mortgage, but it's still better than 30 years. They're in it to at 18. But now, all of a sudden, they got a couple investment properties that's feeding them residual income for the rest of their life. And if you and, listen to Mike Hills, which we have on yeah, the show. And, I, and I'll tell you what, that's what it's all about. Residual income. Yes. That's what that's Making what your lazy about. money go to work for you, and it costs you nothing different monthly. That's right. Kurt, I suppose you have a disclaimer you need to do. Yeah. Uh, affordable this interest is, mortgage. This guy is the best. Of, oh, I'm sorry. This guy's the best at this. Okay, sorry. Get it. Affordable interest mortgage, 7400 Easter Happer, Road Suite, 109 Centennial, Colorado, NMLS, 298191, regulated by the Division of Real Estate, and we are an equal credit lender. Our phone number is 720-895-0500, or you can go to our website and learn all about the asset manager at AIMortgage.net. There you go. Kurt, thank you, man. This Thanks, was guys. fun. All righty, that's it for me. Dan Muir in for Scott Wally. Stay tuned, and don't forget to catch Rush Reason with me, John Rush, Cassie George, today at 3 o'clock. Have a great afternoon, everybody. opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect those of Crawford Broadcasting, the station, management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.